want to be friends with people who who don't know your perspective so that you can be a light to them. Now, my job isn't to shove Jesus down your throat. My job is to show you the light inside. And if you gleam to that, we can continue to have more conversations and, you know, I can show you scriptures. I can show you, you know, where I go to church or what have you. But I'm not here to hate on you because that's not God. God is love, faith, kindness. Like, why am I shoving Jesus down just to make you hate him. I think that that's counterproductive. And honestly, if you believe in something like strongly enough, having a conversation with somebody of the opposite belief shouldn't like, you know, like, you know, like, I guess like shake you in any way. Shape, form, yeah. Right. If like, if you believe, for example, like I'm, I'm Muslim, I don't think there's gonna, ever going to be anybody who's ever going to come and like change me otherwise. So it doesn't take Unless away from me to find a there. wife that you want. No, no, no. Even if it's a wife. <laughs> Trust me. Even if it's like one of those things where it's like, I know, Danny, you and I don't believe the same faith. We mm-hmm. can sit here and have a great conversation about, like, Christianity and Ju- Judaism, whatever it is. It, that's not going to take away from, like... Yeah, no. Your, con- your conviction is your conviction. Exactly. You know, so... Because your, your beliefs, overall, are your beliefs, right? That's what religion is. It's, like, faith and beliefs. Yeah. Because if you're um, strong in your faith and your belief system, then nothing should make you come out of that, come out of character, make you feel mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because once you start getting loud, right, um, once you, because there's a difference between getting passionate and then now you're just being disrespectful, loud, and rude, and condescending even, because that's, what, that's, that's the route most people go into. Exactly. So once you get to that point, it means that there's an insecurity with your exactly. belief system or something that maybe there's something um, that's not connected with yourself that now that person is making you question what you think exactly. is correct mm-hmm. exactly. right? So um, that, is, that all is to say is welcome back to the JP and Carl podcast um, with it's the incredible intro. Hulk. Chill. <laughs> I'm losing, JP. I'm losing weight. <laughs> Give me the weight you're trying to lose. Mm. You know, um, I got two guests of mine, uh, two friends, two people who went to my wedding. Yup, yup, yup. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was fun. Um, that was a good wedding. No, two um, really um, intelligent good. friends of mine, um, Axum and Nikki. You guys can introduce yourselves. Tell them what you do, what you're about, as I put my phone on silent. Um, Axum, what am I about? I'm about everything. I'm about fun, oh good gosh. vibes. Oh That's my it. Gosh. Not much to say. <laughs> you know, when he said that, all I heard was that Pop Smoke interview where he's like, get me lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it all. <laughs> Same, bro. Uh, Nikki, uh... Cinematographer, videographer, director. Um, Titles just keep getting longer and longer. Hey, man, I'm just, you know, I'm aspiring to be something greater than myself. And whatever that delivers, I'm excited for it. Love it. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Um, So today's topic um, is going to be one of the spiritual magnitude, right? Um, We're going to enter the spiritual plane a little bit. They don't want to sound like them crystal people, but like (laughs) high key kind of did, right? No offense if you like crystals and stuff, you know. <laughs> I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Just someone said you came at my zodiac sign. Right? Oh my gosh! Don't get me started. <laughs> Venus is on retrograde, so today, you know, you messed up my fun sway or whatever they say. See, I sound ignorant now. <laughs> but um, I'm come after you. Uh, so uh, I just want to just have a interesting talk conversation around like religion, spirituality, how we view it. Um, we all. Have I think me, JP, and Nikki have similar walks of faith, uh, but probably definitely navigated differently. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a conversation to have there. Absalom is a devout Muslim, grew up, raised that way. So born and raised. You know, it, I just wanted to have a perspective. I'm happy that you came in. You know, we're willing to have this conversation with us. I know that sometimes these conversations 
can you know spark heated you know debate or people get upset but I think the fact that you're able to come here and, and talk on this platform means that you're very comfortable in your faith and, and plus me and you we have a really good relationship we've had conversations like this yeah, we've had before this over and over bro so it's it's <laughs> nothing like you know malicious we're just trying to understand and I think people just want to understand at the end of the day so um glad to have you on Axe and glad to have you on Nikki glad um, to be here um, but let's dive in, right? These, these are the conversations that sometimes get a little uncomfortable, but I think we're mature enough. We're not 15. <clears throat> no, somebody <laughs> Crazy. So uh, I want to start off with um, our religious affiliations and what we identify as. I did go into a little bit high level of what we are, but we can dive in a little bit deeper. So uh, I can start by saying that I am a Christian uh, Baptist Christian Baptist, whatever you want to call it. Um, actually, nowadays, it's funny. I grew up Baptist, but nowadays, I don't really want to identify with a denomination. Yeah, non-denominational. Because I think it makes things more complicated than it needs to be. I believe in, like, I follow the word. Um, I, I connect with, I think in, there's an importance with having a church community. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I don't believe that I need to go around calling myself Southern Baptist or Baptist or this, that, and the third. I think it just separates Christians instead of, you know, um, keeping them together. That's my opinion, though. But um, if I had to identify as something, fine. I would say I grew up Southern Baptist. That's kind of like what it was. Uh, and I would say a lot of those roots <laughs> still are instilled to what I do today. But still, if I had to, if I am something today, I don't like to put like a title on what type of Christian I am. I like to say I am a Christian. Quick question on that. Excuse my ignorance. No. In terms of like, ignorance, because I know you're about to say something I was about to say. So go ahead. Okay. <laughs> In terms of like different sects. Mm-hmm. Is it a matter, this is coming from somebody who doesn't obviously know as much, is it a matter of like different beliefs or just a matter of like level of conviction in terms of like what you believe in? In terms of the denominations? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. So it's, That's uh, what I don't it's get. Kind, it's yeah. kind of like certain beliefs, like I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe like Pentecost or Baptist. One of them believe in speaking in tongues, another, another does it's Pentecostal. It's Pentecostal Pentecostals believe, believe in the power of the tongue. Uh, power of the tongue, whereas like Baptists don't. But then like, so it's just about certain sections of the Bible that they kind of <clears throat> gleam more to. Yeah. But it's still the same Bible. It's just we believe this, or like you know the prophets all the prophets all died in the Old Testament. <clears throat> so like people like, may have like a prophetic spirit, but there's not another like prophet because the prophets ended in the Old Testament. Like, like for example, like a Jehovah Witness, and a Jehovah Witness can correct me if I'm wrong, right? But a Jehovah Witness still believes that they're waiting, they're waiting for the Messiah, while in, Christ, in Baptist, right, or Pentecostal, or other ones, they believe that the Messiah, Jesus Christ, has already come. So they yeah. don't believe that uh, Jesus is the Messiah. Then you have, mm. like, Catholicism, is that part of Christianity? Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's, an, it's, it's, a an, it's, it's another sect. Another set of Christianity. Um, they believe in reverating like the saints. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to go into that because that gets me like a whole like spiel. But they believe like um, you don't need to only connect to the Holy Spirit uh, and uh, Jesus. They, they, they also pray to Sister Mary. You, they say my your 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 Sister Mary. Yeah. Your let's say your great grandfather was an, a saint. You can pray to them. So they. They you they believe in like um, praying to like the statues like the statues are like themselves like something you can pray to. They believe like the holy water in the church is like has like some magical properties or powers or whatever. So, I, I mean, I, I'm being ignorant with saying powers and stuff like that, but like um, it's a lot. But for me, I just like 
I just stay in my lane. Like even when it comes to like my, I I glean from whatever you you give me, and yeah. you're, like yeah. my understanding comes from how you how you show yourself as a Muslim. But I won't sit here and pretend like I know every different religion. No, if I don't know, even when it comes to my own religion, if there are certain aspects of the conversation that it gets to, I'd be like, well, I need to go read my Bible. I'll get back to you when I have more information. And I think a lot of Christians or just a lot of people in general will like just continue to go off like the quotes that they hear on, they on Instagram. It's about ignorance. Of, ignorance. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't know, I think the safest thing for me is just say, so I'll get, back to, I'll you, get back to you. And then I'd rather read the word, have a like, you know, have intimate time with God and then be like, okay, now I have a better understanding. So now I can... And Nikki, I, could, I um, commend you for that because I've seen you do that multiple yeah. times and I think that's something that I even borrowed from you just looking at you so sometimes you just don't know have the answer and you know what my fear was always with combating that it was always like um, the follow-up response was like oh what you need to go to your pastor to like understand like, so he can tell you what you need to <laughs> of know. course you don't know everything <laughs> and I used like, to be like nurses go to the nurses go to the doctors like construction workers go to the <laughs> right. to the head engineer you, you like, like we, oh you need to go to your pastor so he can tell you what to tell me and, I, and like my response then was like out of pride, be like, nah, I got this now. But <laughs> yeah. you know, out of nah, pride, but like, but I, I realize that's just the way to bait you. Exactly. Yeah. Into, uh, and I'd rather not speak negatively about the word if I don't know it. That shows a lot of spiritual maturity. Because yeah, because no. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to look stupid in front of you, and I ain't trying to look stupid in front of God. So I, I don't know. It's, it's the safest answer you can go with. So what do you, what do you, what is your denomination? So non-denominational Christian, but I can say grew up Baptist, Pentecostal. Um, like I believe in speaking <clears throat> of tongues. There are times where I'm praying and if, you know, when the spirit's heavy, you know, I can speak in tongues. Even right now, it's, I don't necessarily need to be like in a mode. I can, I can speak in tongues, but that's just my conviction. Mm -hmm. And if you don't necessarily believe in that, that's, hey, that's, that's fine. That's you. But yeah, non-denominational. I don't really like to use the word religion because it, it kind of, has the same connotation of like a man made something. I have faith. Like my mm -hmm. faith is in Jesus Christ. Interesting. Interesting. Um, just because there's so many sects of religion, mm -hmm. like you know, atheism, <clears throat> Catholicism, like there's so many isms, I'd rather not say religion anymore because mm -hmm. then it just brings in a negative conversation. I have faith in Jesus Christ that he died for my sins. I, I, I have faith in, in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. I, That's where I stand. And then we can and then we can have a conversation. Yes, I use the Holy Bible. NIV version. Uh, I can't. I can't. That King James. I can't, I can't do King James. I'm sorry. I can't. Sorry. Yeah, it's me. No, nah, but um. So for me, I grew up. My mother used to go to Anglican, her side of the family, and then my father's side of the family was Methodist. So I was just going like to all types of different churches, and wow. they all seemed the same to me. I was getting the same scriptures. I was getting the same word. Mm -hmm. Same I passionate, mean, same sweaty, passionate, yeah. Breathing every other word. You know, you know. As I think all of us at, at that young age, we didn't really appreciate it. Um, I can say no, that I appreciate it more. I obviously don't get to church as often as I was as often as I would like to, but yeah, uh, I would say Christian, non-denominational, because I okay. the, the denomination doesn't matter to me. Correct. Like as Understood. you said, it's all about faith. So. Yeah. Um. Well. I, I, no, I, I don't want to say I identify. I'm Muslim. I was born and raised. But like in Islam, we don't have, quote unquote, like sex. I think there's only like two uh, differences. There's Sunnis and Shiites. Mm -hmm. and that's majority, Shiites majority of Muslim people you're probably going to encounter are going to be Sunnis. Uh, the, the Shiite group tend to be like the extreme, the extremist okay. kind, you know, where like... The one that Fox News loves to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Are those the ones that they like to label like terrorists? Like, yeah. 
by the T, okay. you know, as it's like written, you know, with no exceptions, no none of that. But most, I want to say majority of Muslims you're probably ever going to encounter in your life are going to be Sunnis. Sunnis. Okay. Yeah. And you're a Sunni so. Muslim? I would say like every practice I do is more correlated to Sunnis than it is Shiites. Okay. Know? So, yeah. Interesting. Learned something new today. I did. I did it. I did not know. That's why we're here, man. No, for real. No, for real. Like, if, if it was up to Fox News, which I'm not ignorant to yeah. like, sit here and like say. This and then is- th- that's the bait, especially when it comes to like Islam. The 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 the, the majority of the stuff you're gonna hear on TV, like ah, oh, the, the 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 they did this. The terrorists dip. They usually get in the stuff from the the Shiite people who like want to do the ex- things to the extreme so they could get attention. Mm-hmm. Regular Muslims don't. We don't care for none of that stuff. We yeah. just want to live our lives daily, you know, like the same way you and I, you know, go about our business and come back home. That's it. But obviously, the shit, you, the stuff you see on TV is gonna be obviously the stuff that like garners more eyes and more yeah. views and mm-hmm. that stuff. More radicalism to exactly. like to to, to um, over sensationalize like what's really going on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I agree so. with that. I definitely can stand with that. Yeah. Um, so, how seriously do you guys take your faith? How committed to your to your faith? You said faith. Um, outline says religion. Like how mm. how um, committed do you all feel to your faith? Uh, I'll, I'll you say this. I'll, I'll say this. I am because uh, I feel like nowadays the, the the wording is getting very like you know I'm spiritual. I'm this and this. Me personally, I believe in my religion. I'll say religion. I know Nikki yeah. said faith. I, I I'll say religion, right? But I'm not somebody who. As shameful as this is, I don't practice my religion as daily as I should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't. I'm never like out of step with you know uh, with the stuff that like <clears throat> we're told to do. There are a lot of things I refrain from doing purely because of my religion, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like because your actions at the end of the day they align with your religion and your it, faith. Yeah. So if so, I had to, if I had to put a scale on it, like one to ten, one being the list like religious and ten being, I would say I'm a, I'm around like a six. You know, I think it, it comes yeah. down to like I mean I know specifically for for Muslim like the praying every day and five times a day, I can see how that can be like consuming in terms of getting everything done throughout your day. I mean, there's obviously some people that get it done, yeah, and they're like you know they're on it obviously, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I I wouldn't call you any less of a faithful person to your religion because of that. Like you, as long as you as you say your actions follow everything else in your religion and you're you're keeping to to the word of your your religion, then you're all set. Mm-hmm. It's like there's certain things where it's like, don't kill <coughs> or don't steal or don't yeah. do ABCD. You know, I mean, yeah, every, every good person is going to say you shouldn't do that, right? But there are people who are like, I get that from my religion, and that's strictly the reason why I won't do it. I think there are a lot of things, me personally in my life, where it's like, yeah, I know I'm not going to do it, regardless of whether somebody's around, with it, we know, like, yeah. I won't do it strictly because of my religion. I think that's where it stands it, very, it. that's where your faith or your religion can stand very strong when. You're around people who aren't necessarily following it. Exactly. Do you still stand firm to what you say when you're around the people that you know? It's easy to be faithful in a community of it, people exactly. that are also faithful. What? How are you, you by yourself? By yourself, because yeah. that's that's where it is. And I was gonna say it's really a heart uh, a heart posture, like because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're, it's a relationship with God. So He sees your heart, and you know your heart. Yeah. So as long as you're remaining faithful, as long as you're trying your best, like there are some weeks it can be amazing. You get yeah. the five. Five, you five, get five days. In. You get five in, and it's like amazing. Sometimes you know you made it three or you made it two, yeah. but it's like, does God know that you tried, or does He know that in the back of your mind you're like, I, I should, I should have probably read more today, or I should probably taken more time out today. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Like that's, it's a relationship at the end of the day, a relationship with friends, a relationship mm-hmm. with significant others. The effort that you put in 
God understands that and God sees 100%. that because we all fall short yeah. of the glory. We're not we're not gonna hit one hundred percent every single day. It's, exactly, and it's, like it's, I one hundred percent agree with both of you guys because um, I was gonna say you're human at the end of the day, um, and God knows that we're human, right? Mm. Speaking for Christian Christianity, God knows that we're human. Yeah. So as you said, God knows our heart. God knows um, our intentions, good or bad. And I think as I'm just repeating, echoing what you're saying. I think when you, it's easier when you and your parents' house and like you know there are things that they're doing every Sunday. You're gonna go to church and they're on top of you too. They remind you all the time. Yeah, all the time that they're right. But then it's one thing like myself. I'm married now, right? Yeah. I don't have my mom or dad on my back now to tell me like, oh, make sure you go to church on Sunday or this time. Exactly. Right? Now it's like it's something that I know that I have to do. Like, bro, I would be doing an overnight, so tired, exhausted. I'll make sure I get to church on Sunday. Because it's like for me, it's like something that you know what? It's like it's like a gym. I put I put it in my mind. If I can go to the gym five yeah, or six days a that's week, good. That's I can't good. go to church for one and a half hours, then I'm I'm a hypocrite. You know, no. I, I'm, that's facts. That's <laughs> facts. You know, like right. I don't take right. Is the gym more important to me than my faith? Exactly. Bro, like, the you, new job I have now, when I was starting, I told my manager I have to get Fridays off because I have to go and pray. Period. That's it. That's it. That's it. I have not worked a Friday since I got this new job. It's been over a year now. Strictly because the same thing you just said. I can go to the gym six days a week. Mm. I can't take one day out of the week to go pray. Come on. That's what I say. What? That's what I always say. That's why I always challenge my 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 um my uh, your faith, my your faith, faith. Yeah. and the people in my faith. Right. I do like a Bible study on Tuesdays now. Right. Where like it's just us since the pandemic. We just on a, like a group chat, and I've been so consistent with it for almost three years. Reason why I'm doing that is because it's like you know what I told myself I want to take an extra step in like my spiritual journey and my walk. My cousin Jonathan be on it too, and like you know there'll be days you know I'm typing my paper. I'm doing I'm doing the most now right now in life. Like I'm <laughs> my past year was crazy, but every Tuesday I make sure I'm on, on that, that that call with everybody to make sure. You know, we're praying together. We're reading the word together. I'm not perfect. I cuss like a sailor. I do things like, I do things <laughs> that like, do. you know, that's quote unquote not Christian. Like, yo, I'm not perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that like, um, we're over here, like we're God-like, we're condemning, we're over here like judging mm. people. No. That's why I think because I understand I'm a natural born hypocrite. I Same. Fall, exactly. I, Same. Fall, I fall short of the glory of sin. When I see someone, when I see fellow Christians out here calling like a killer or a fornicator or whatever. Oh, you know, how, how will God judge you? This I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, that's their walk. They got to... God I can, doesn't view... I'm not, I can't answer for them. I know, exactly. I God, can only answer for me. God who, who knows what you got in your own closet? You can't see here and start throwing, you know, stones at other people. So you got to make sure... Beautiful. So Beautiful. There's this, like, there's discernment. There's like recognizing, hey, like you're struggling with something. Is, is there a deeper conversation we can have? I can help you and assist you. But at the end of the day, that's your walk. Whatever you choose to deal with, like at the end of the day, you're going to have to answer for it. I can be here as an assistant and as a brother in Christ to assist you in whatever you're going through, but I can't like shame you for it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you saw my closet and you, and you, and you see what I'm going through, it's, you could throw the shame right back. But it's like, because I know what's in my closet, I can't necessarily... Deter- yeah, and I can't say like, oh, my salvation is greater than your salvation, bro. We're all on the same you're, level. You're, We're all on the same playing field. We're both working different paths. Bro, We're both on the know, same playing field. If, if you don't... And this is for the Christians out there, or people who are new to the faith or trying to understand the faith. It's like, if you think that because that person is a killer and you're what, like, what, you're just a liar, an occasional liar, that makes you better? Or, you know, or, <laughs> yeah. or, or you know like we all say, Delusional, or, you, or, you, man. or you lust after a girl outside mm-hmm. or whatever, right? It's because, and I think this is where faith, this is where religion gets on my nerves. This is where it starts See, to get on my yeah. nerves. It's like, 
oh, you know, he's a killer and the worst thing I do is lie. Is lie. I'm like, bro, it's God, God views yeah. every single yeah. exactly. yeah. It's all the same yeah. playing you field. You know, um, and yes, I will say consequences are different. Yes, it's true. A consequence is different, but by person, it's it's very subjective because it's like I can view a consequence very differently from somebody else. Like me and you lying cannot lying might not be a big deal to me. My girl like calling me out might not be a negative consequence for me. For you, it might make you feel guilty. That might be a, a negative consequence for yourself. So even then, there's there's layers where it's very subjective and how people even view a consequence. So that's why it's simple to say sin is a sin and you just repent for it. You exactly. Know? Period. Period. You know, and I think that's where a lot of us can just align in. But um, JP, what was your um, how committed to your faith do you feel that you are? <clears throat> I'm not even answering. Like I'm not even yeah. saying the question right. I don't know how um, I said that ask that question. <laughs> so I think for me, it comes to <clears throat> I. I think I'm very faithful in in what I believe in. Um, do I get to church very often? Probably not, because I work probably on Sundays. But you know, I'm trying to make an effort now to go at least every other week. Mm-hmm. Type. Mm-hmm. So at least I'm getting there. But for me, as we were talking about, I don't think that I have to go to church. To be a Christian or, a, mm. or I don't either God or whatever. So I don't either. I, I don't hold. I want to get into that a little more, high, but we can wait. A high priority yeah. in my book. As long as I, you know, I'm praying. That's what I do. Every I do that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should read more. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. So the priorities for me are a little different. But I, yeah, I think committed. If we're gonna go on a scale again, no one has to use the scale. Just, I give myself a five and a half. <laughs> Five and a half, six. I mean, I'm you know I'm getting better every day. I was, there was one point where I was like, I was a ten. Nah. <laughs> Bible study every week, church yep. every Sunday. No, bro, honestly, I think I that I think that scale varies because I'm not gonna lie. Like me during Ramadan, I would say I'm probably close <clears throat> to a ten. You know, during the oh, whole that, that's your peak. Because it's like yo, during Ramadan, you won't see me out. No, I don't no. go out. I don't. I don't literally just go. You don't hear from me. You know, but at the same time, it's like I try to keep that same level of commitment and like devotion throughout the whole year. It's just it's hard, hard, you know. It's, it's, hard. Just, it's, hard. it's hard to keep that level consistent. But there are people who do it. You know, I might not be one of them currently, but there are people who do it. We applaud them. Yeah, we and applaud I applaud y'all honesty too. I like how honest you guys are being. Yeah. I like. I'm not gonna come up here and lie because if I, if I say I go to church every Sunday and then you see me post my snap and I'm at work, then it's like, all right, you're lying. It's <laughs> lying. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Nah, I'd say. I'm like a, like a nine or a ten. Damn, oh. I would give you that. Yeah, yeah you I'd give like, you that. Yeah. Like so, just from the way you were talking, the, I could tell. Like, yeah, you depending on when this it, airs. Yeah. Last week, I didn't go to church, which is also now my job. I, I work. I work in ministry full time. Um, so I didn't go to church because I, I was sick. When I tell you, it was weird to be home on a Sunday because I'm just so like mm-hmm. I don't know what people do on Sundays out like. In the morning, in the morning. You know they're supposed to be somewhere. Yeah, I'm supposed to be somewhere like in a a facility or in a building. I want to get to that point because that's how I feel when I don't go to the gym. If I don't go to the gym, I feel like I'm missing something. You got, you got, you got it. And you got, I feel you, so you got weird. To, I was gonna go there. You got, you got. There. And I want to get to that. No, if yeah, I, no. When no, the Sunday rolls around and I'm not in church, I'm like, yeah, something's off. Something's off. Something's it's just, off. and it's not necessarily. I've also come to the place where. I don't necessarily need the church to be connected to God. Yeah. The church is just like a recharge station. Mm-hmm. But it's really I like, that like it's where I have community. It's where I can yeah. be able to like enjoy same way like when we're talking basketball, we're talking anime. Like it's the community aspect. Yeah. But 
Monday to Saturday is, is really the meat of my faith. Like, am I reading my word? Am I praying when I wake up? Am I praying when I go to sleep? Am I praying when I'm at school? Like, even, and prayer is not like, like this, oh, I'm on my knees, like, you know, thank you, God. Da, da, da. It's just like, it's a conversation. Same way we're having this conversation. Like, I'm just having those small, oh, intimate yeah, conversations with God throughout my day. That's really the crux. But I'm so used to the community aspect of a Sunday morning yeah. that when I miss it, and I can really count on my hands in my lifetime how so many times that's I Fridays. On Fridays, I, I don't make plans until after I'm done praying. When I was in college, I worked at H&M. I told them I can't work on Sunday. Like They're like, but it's time and a half. I've told every job I've I'm like, no, I, I can't work on Sunday. And it's like, but why? Like That's where the most money is. Like, no, my like money money's going to come and go. Yeah. I need to be at church on Sunday. I maybe Sunday afternoon if your hours are like if you can extend, but most places close early on Sunday. So it's like, but now Sunday morning, like rarely have I ever maybe one or one or two times I called out. <clears throat> I I miss church to go to to work because they really need the staff. But it's just like, nah, Sundays Sundays is for the Lord, and I'm gonna keep it that way mm-hmm. until I see my Lord. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. How are you, bro? Did well, we did we did you scale yourself? My yet? scale. Uh, <laughs> My scale, I would say I'm like a seven. Okay, that's I think I'm there. Um, I think that uh, Bible study definitely helps ground me during my week. Praying every day helps me ground my week. I like to do like little devotionals in my Bible, prayer reminders, Mm -hmm. uh, devotions. Like um, I now keep my little cousin like like accountable to him doing his, and it helps me keep myself accountable too. Mm. So I I try to apply. And me and my wife, we pray together every night. That's beautiful. We try to do it every night. If we're not just already knocked out, but at least we try to do like a more. We have like these cards. Kathy gave it to me as a gift, as like morning um, devotionals that we just. I just pull out a card of the day of the week, and we just like read what it says. If Cassandra isn't doing it, then even if we're before we eat, I'll pray. Even mm-hmm. if we're going to go to uh, bed, pray. So we. That's an aspect of something that it's interesting. Me and me and my wife were so different, but we use that as the grounding principle of our relationship to mm-hmm. keep us, you know, going. Right, because uh, when I'm in a mode, this is maybe off a little off of my scaling. Right, when I'm in a position where we're in such a place of disagreement, the thing that's always tugging me to like go back and apologize or to understand her side or put down my pride and ego is my faith. Because for me, it's like something. That's what's up, man. What would God or or yeah. Jesus want you to do in this yeah. moment, regardless of how prideful you feel? Regardless of like how angry you are right now, what is the thing that you need to do? And I think it's my faith that's like telling Carl, go to your wife. Even though you, right now you don't want to do it, show her that you love her. Show her mm-hmm. that you want to be around her. Show her that, you know, regardless of what happens, you got her back. So, exactly. you know, I think I'm never going to put myself at a 10 because I feel like as a Christian, I should always be Yeah, trying. you should be striving. Be that's why I was like, that's just, why I was like nine. Christian. I think that's for like everything. For everything. I feel like, like if, if you give yourself the... Like, <clears> if, like you're, the if you're perfect, you say you're a 10, you just know from a... You can't exactly, improve. that's what I was going to say. You, you can't improve from improve. a 10. Yeah. Where, where is he supposed to go? You've already achieved everything. I've seen these funny videos of these guys asking these women on the street, like these TikTokers, and they're like, what did you rate yourself? They're all like 10, 10, 10. And then so, how, can you improve on yourself? And they'd be like, yeah, but you just said you were a 10. <laughs> so how can you improve from a 10? Yo. <laughs> like, the logic is, is missing. It's flawed. Not to get sidetracked, but I was going to ask a question. No. You know how, like, you say, uh, me and Cassandra, like, we pray in the morning or and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. When you say pray, because, for, for example, like, in, uh, uh, in, uh, in, in Islam, 
there's the praying of the five prayers you do where you go and pray and do, you know, prostrate and do all these things. But there's like prayers that you say when you're doing certain things. Mm-hmm. For example, eating food. You know, you live in the house. You're doing stuff like that. How is the praying versus the regular prayers five different versus from me just saying my daily prayers when I'm doing certain things? Let me things? ask you a question. Your daily five prayers, are there like set things that you say or yeah. is it you just talking? Like how we talk to God and we mm-hmm. call that praying or like is it a set like script that you, you kind of re- recite every time? So yes and no. There are certain things where like they're, they're consistent throughout the, pr- the five prayers you do where you're going to do the same movement, you're going to say the same prayers when you're doing certain things. However... There are differences, for example, like, um, I don't know how to explain this, but we call them ayats, right? You change it for every uh, a prayer that you do, but that's the only thing that changes. The rest of it mm. is the same stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to explain. I would have to, like, give you, like, a, that, so that, I, could, that could be a whole topic in and of itself, mm-hmm. but, you know. So, I, I know I don't, we don't, I don't want to get too deep into there, but, so, say if you're, like, dealing with lying, is there a space in your five prayers where you're, like, saying, God, like, help me be better at not lying, or is it? So that's different. You could you could pray for that after you're done actually praying. Got it. Okay. So, so like okay. The five, yeah. So the five prayers are mandatory. The five prayers are mandatory. <laughs> Got and it. Then and then anything then, else. Is... And then everything else you pray after, after that. that. Okay. 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 Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, almost kind of like the uh, the Our Father. Yeah. In a sense where right. that's like a prayer. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The, the Lord's prayer. The yeah. Lord's prayer. Okay. Um, so like I'll say that, and like when I'm at night or in the morning, I'll say that, and then I'll like pray for everybody that I want to pray for and pray for myself. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's like similar to your. Yeah. Five so first, the, the five are mandatory. Like, but for example, like you know, I for like in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. like when I wake up in the morning, the first one you're supposed to do is supposed to be two. We call them two rakats. You know, you just do twice, and then after that you're done. You can say you know, whatever prayer you want to God, you know, to give you blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then. That's it. And then the one we do around lunchtime, one o'clock, is four um, rakats. Mm. You do the same, and then at the end of it, you pray for whatever you want, and then you do it again around four o'clock, and then you do it again around like uh, dinner time, and then one before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. But mm. at the end of every single one of them, you 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 don't have to, but you you, you want to pray to God and ask for forgiveness, for prosperity, for health, wealth, blah blah blah, and so on and so forth. So got it. Yeah. Hey man, I love it. JV, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So. How long have you been going to the gym? This guy's questioning this man's faith, man. <laughs> no, I would say... <laughs> I'm I would say I, I really started like when I was like 16. So I was, I, mm. I was still in Barbados at that time. And a friend of mine, we, went, we signed up for a gym. And then, you know, when you go into the gym as a young guy, you meet these old heads in the gym and they just start telling you to lift this heavy weight. Mm. So like I was probably going like consistently four or five days a week from 16. Okay. Yeah, for a while. And what keeps you? What keeps you going? For me, the gym is like, as a release, because I don't do many things. I mean, I go out here and there, but like, mm. most of the time, I don't find any real happiness in that. <laughs> like, I enjoy seeing my friends, you know, yeah, yeah. conversate, whatever. But when I go to the gym, it's just really typically just me and my headphones, and I can just focus on on myself for a little bit. So that's that's why I go, and I've been going for a while now because I keep falling off my my path where okay. I'm, I'm not eating right or I'm not doing a certain thing. I'm trying to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is kind of, what do you call that? Um, I mean, you can just say it, like it's a routine. It's, it's just Yeah, it's routine, but it's also like I'm trying to look good. I'm not going <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> to lie. So That's why you're kicking your butt. No, so, it's, <laughs> it's, so what I'm hearing, it's therapeutic. Yeah. It's a routine, and it's, f- and it's meeting the goal that you have for yourself. Yeah. And we can see it on the outside. Oh, Everything you that. just said, <laughs> I just 
Now I'll replace that with what I do for Sunday morning. It started off as my parents brought me to church. Eventually, you know, the old heads, they teach you, they, they give you all the heavy scriptures, all yeah, the, they, they you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, if you fornicate before your marriage, you're going to hell. You know, <laughs> they hate you all that. So you're like scared. And then you're like, one day you're like, I want to experience not my parents, God, not the pastors. God. I want to experience my God. And then you form your routine. And then now it becomes muscle memory. And then you kind of go back because it's therapeutic. Mm-hmm. You find your peace. And now you're inside. It may not look, it may not look at on, you know, I may not mm. be a bodybuilder like JP, <laughs> but now my spiritual heart is right. now strong because. And I want to ask a question. And I don't know for you guys, like when you were growing up, especially with your mm-hmm. parents, and did you feel like one church was forced on you? Like you obviously had to go. Because I feel like from like my dad, when when he became That's a, a man, good question. he he kind of didn't like church. He mm-hmm. wouldn't go as a man because I feel like he was forced to go. Yeah. He was still spiritual. He believed in God. You know, he had a he believed in I don't know if he believed in God, but he had a higher power, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like he shunned away from it because of how he was he you know, he grew up. Yeah. And do you guys feel like that? Everyone takes it in strides. I'll be honest. I, it was forced on me. It wasn't a choice. Right. It was my parents went to church. Where am I going to be on Sunday? I'm going to church. Same. And then it just became a point where it was like, okay, I'm here. So let me begin to start listening to what's happening. It, let me get interested. It, it, it was forced on me, definitely. Um, I don't think any kid would go to church if they had the choice to go to church. I don't I, think I, I would have gone to pray if I wasn't. Yeah, because it's, it's not something that I feel a like kid I, would I, want to do. Like, But I think um, now that I'm a grown man, I understand, th- I understand the world more, right? I'm glad it did because, um, and this is going into the next, this is great, like great connection, Jason. It's going right into the next. Like, I'm not topic. even looking at my notes. No, I know. It's, like, it's, like, I know. it's, it's, it's amazing. Straight up um, the dome. I think it was definitely essential to what I am growing up, right? I think I would have been all types of lost without that church community, without the mindset of faith, <clears throat> building up a, a, a background, a backbone, as to say, a blueprint, I want to call it, as who calls Sydney is. That has come from the fact that my parents started from the fact that my parents forced me to go to church every day, and it's the same mindset. I'm forced to go to school every day, this is something that's more important for your 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 soul, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, right? Your spirituality, because everybody talks about having a soul and 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 having some sort of spirituality. But how are you growing that? How are exactly. you fostering that? How you how you allowing that to flourish, right? And, and and make an impact not only yourself on others. You need to go to some type of like education place, a boot camp, whatever you want to call it, right? So church is that grounding, that recharge, that grounding mm-hmm. place where my parents definitely forced me to go. But then when you start to understand it, as you get older, some people call it brainwashing, right? People who are not outside of faith call it brainwashing. Yeah. Some people call it like... Um, it's never it's never brainwashing when you bring your kid to piano lessons for... Like, there say, you go, right? Oh, how right. is it any less brainwashing than when you take your kid to do something else versus really... Yeah. There you they're go. They're in, you know they're in AAU. I used to find like activities that were on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> So that I wouldn't go to church. And that's, that sounds really bad, but no, like, that's that's. Real. I was like, I used to do cross country, and I used to just like, yeah, we got these hill runs at four o'clock on Sunday morning. So I'm not gonna make it to church after that. There's no way. Yeah. No, but, like, no, that's real. But what do you guys think about, like, for me, like, I was forced, like, maybe in my really early ages, early ages of uh, of life, and then I kind of obviously found excuses to not go. But then, what does it say for someone who? You know, they weren't forced into it, but then they found it after. 
I felt like when I was like when I said I was like a nine, I mean I, I said ten, but I should have said nine. When I was like a nine, I'm not gonna lie, I felt really good inside. Mm. Oh, and, so and I wish I could. <laughs> I don't know see, what stopped me from getting back to that, but it was yeah. a really good time in my life. I'm gonna let you go, Axel. Right. I would say, um, as a Christian, pray about it. Like really, be intentional about your prayer and ask God. Like, show me why what's in me that's that's not allowing me mm-hmm. to want to. And if you want, because I see if you really want to get back to that nine, then it's like there's something in you that's tugging you back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't, no one here has that answer. You know. It's always, and I always like to, not to cut you off. No, no, I'm still gonna let you go. go ahead, I always go like to also like bring it to a practical side because I think people feel like spirituality is, is so this realm that's so far away that you can't relate to it. Like, how long have you been in your relationship with your girlfriend? Uh. Has it been more than a year? Has it been yeah, more? Than, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. No, we're good, we're good, we're good. Let's see, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, 2018, so four years. Four years. Okay, four years, four years. If you're being honest, has there probably been like dry seasons, like yeah. where it's been, where it's yeah. kind of been hard? It's like yeah, yeah. you know we're not connecting as much, 100%. but you have to like put in the effort to still continue that because four years is a long time yeah, to is, to maintain and to. To nourish and to keep that relationship going, to keep that engine going, there are gonna be times you where it's hard. 2018? Yeah. That's crazy. That's when I met Cassandra, too, bro. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So you're getting that's married soon? All right, we're not gonna put I mean, that. <laughs> he was kind of wave. He was kind of wave. He was kind of wave when he said it. Nah, his nah, birthday. Yeah. I mean, I was, but. But I know he meant it, yeah, though. Meant yeah. He's like, I mean, it, he was like, that's my future wife. <laughs> he pointed out, that's my future wife. <laughs> And I was like, okay, oh, JP, I see you. <laughs> those, those, those times, and I, I think it's good that your heart is in a position where it's like, I'm, I'm trying to get back to that place because it's like, it's longing for, it's longing for something that you know is good for you. Yeah. Now it's just like, but you already know all the basics. So now the basics aren't going to work to get you back to the nine. So it's like, all right, God, what is this new space? What is this new level of spiritual maturity you're taking me? And it's always a journey. It's never this one finite. And that's what... Like new Christians, I love their energy, but like they can expend that energy so quickly, they get and, burnt out. and then they get burnt out and they become flat. And it's like, yo, it's a process. Like yeah. to get this level of maturity, I'm 29. I've been, I accepted Christ when I was 14. 15 years, there's been ups and downs, and I'm still going through the I'm process. With you, I'm with you, but it's like when you get to those spaces, the good question is, God, what can we do different with our relationship now? To get it back to where it used to be, and that just opens up so many doors. You know what? I wanna I wanna retract something because we did go to church last Sunday, mm-hmm. and I can I, and as you said, like I felt like I didn't have to go, but I feel like when I go, it you know it reach as you said it recharges, recharges me you. and it, it makes me more aware of like where I am. Where when I two be. or three are gathered in His name, He'll be really there. The community. Steal that thing from now on. What? Recharging. <laughs> yeah, I said recharging station. Yeah, because it really is. You know, because like. I can say the same like when I go to the masjid. It's just like there's a certain calmness you feel when you're mm. there. You're like, like it, your heart is just at peace, you know. But going back to JP's question, I I wouldn't say uh, like, what's the difference between like forcing somebody versus like encouraging you to go pray? Because like my father was my you know introduction to to uh, Islam, but my dad even though um, he's the uh, what would you call like he's uh, on the same level as you'd see a priest mm-hmm. like in our religion. He's mm-hmm. a he's a sheikh. It's like kind of the same level. Like a deacon, pastor. Exactly. You know, he's the one who first taught me how to read the Quran, how to read Arabic, how to write it, how to count, how to pray, how to do all these things, the history and stuff and that, like that. I eventually ended up going to like uh, Islam, Islamic school for a couple of years. 
But I was I, I wouldn't say like I was forced. It's different because I grew up in the same community. I grew up in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Half the population is either Christian, the other half population is a Muslim. But even the, the Christian, the, the people who are not Muslim, you you can't. They dress, act like they're Muslim. Sometimes when we used to go pray, they, some of them would pray right next to you. So it was like everyone was doing it, and it was like if my boys are doing it, I might as well just go ahead and oh, do yeah, it, right? Yeah. So then, then you grow up and you start to realize, okay, I'm doing this for myself, and now. So I, I, I think it might be a little different when I feel so. My two two parents that were they were forced, yeah, mm-hmm. and they. They didn't really force it on me, in mm-hmm. a sense. Okay. So that's the difference where my grandmother was like, yeah, you need to come with me to church. But then my mother and my dad were like, eh, he doesn't really have to go. Like, it's not that serious. Okay, I see. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it, one more thing. Actually, w- my dad took me to a, a Catholic private school when I was in Uganda. Like, and I, I we used to read Bibles. Matter of fact, one of the grades I was there... Um, the school I went to, every year, one of the classes had to put on a show, like a, a, a performance for the rest of the school. My, 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 my grade that school year we did the uh, Jesus Christ uh, the play, and that was Jesus Christ. My dad showed up, <laughs> and he watched me play Jesus Christ. I got put on the cross and the whole thing. And he wasn't like, he, he didn't. Wasn't, he wasn't like, oh, my God. He was like, actually, you were pretty good. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you're that's a cool. good Jesus. Cool. Yeah, he's like, you're a good Jesus, you know, but it's like... I got to but he knew what your faith was, and you know, like he, yeah. it didn't matter. That's why for me, I got it from a very young level where it's like, I know what my religion is. I know what I believe in. I've been around people of like different beliefs. So somebody like being of a different faith is not going to like deter how my yeah, faith, you exactly. know, if, like you, that. if you were to convert to, to Christianity, would your dad be okay with it? No. Is he the, okay. No. I see. There'd be like a level that of like... Be, no. That would be like the cutoff point. That would be like, no. Nah. Okay. Like, you know what you are. You know, what, you know how it raised you to be. You know what's good for you. Mm-hmm. Nothing, none of this was forced. No, it, it would be the same. Exactly. It'd be the same exact yeah. thing for me. I was like, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't my, imagine. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. My dad would go off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he would go off, but at the end of the day, he'll be like, like, but why? Like, you know, you like... Dare I say, I might, I think, I think, and this is the problem with, uh, with Christians. Dare I say, I think I'd be judged. Like, like to the highest order. Let me give it. Let, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Let's say, given how you were raised and your parents' beliefs and everything, <laughs> if you went to like a Muslim school, and you acted in a play where you were for you know, somebody like they would not. They would not have it. They, they would not have it. Really? I don't. I don't think my parents would care. My, my parents would care. I. Okay. I, I, I would speak would your parents care. My parents would care. Okay. Let me ask you a question. My, my dad more so than more so than my mom, but my mom would like pull me over and be like, they, "What's going I on?" Let me ask you. Let me ask you all a question. Yeah. Would, they both take the they they both take their faith more seriously than like they put that like over anything. Yeah. Not to not to say that it, because your pops uh, yeah didn't care, yeah. but they they are that they are like they will. No, they will what about between the lines? What like, what about it? Let's say you switching positions with me. What about you doing what I did? Would show your parents that like let's say you didn't take your if, if my if my if my parents were a devout Muslim. Yeah, but the um, in the Islamic faith, they would do the they would if I was to dress up like Jesus, they would go crazy. Okay, no, that, so I, it's it's just so based it's, on no, no, how they are yeah, in their faith. Just, okay. yeah, yeah. How they are as people, they would. That's just how they are. <laughs> okay, they would just. It would. I think I don't think it, it mattered because of how your dad is. No, and his it wasn't because no, no, of his no, faith. See, I'm trying to understand like what about my father. Did, right. did he? Why did he not like? Because I think he was he was him. comfortable. That's just that's him. him. He's, he's comfortable in himself and his faith and in your faith and what he's he instilled in yeah. you. Yeah. But I want to ask you a question. My, my parents would have the fear of me being influenced okay. and, and converting. 
Right? That would be their thing. And they would project that onto I got you. I got Regardless you. if that sense. wasn't the case. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. They would project that. Makes sense. Would you encourage someone of, the, of another faith? Like, if you say you, you fell in love with a Christian girl, would you encourage them to, to change faith? I've always been asked this question, and it's a great question, because I remember my answer changes the older I get, right? I feel like when I was younger, if you asked me this question, like, let's say uh, five, ten years ago, I would have been like, it doesn't matter. Like, her faith, it could be different from mine. Okay, so okay, now okay. You know the, older, okay. the older I'm getting, I'm starting to realize that because of how I, the type of role religion plays in my, uh, my life and stuff like that, I don't know if somebody of a different faith, let's say, would understand, would, yeah. would understand, and more so if they were on the same level of like belief in their religion as I am, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to, you know, like them to like switch because of me. If they're gonna switch, I'd want them to do it because the way I live my life is influencing them to be like, you know what, I'm switching not because of you, but because of the way I see, like, the, because the, the light inside in of your you. life, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. The older I'm getting, I'm realizing that's what I want. And preferably, I'd want somebody who was the same faith, so that way we don't even have to start with there. Mm-hmm. But I don't want somebody from a different faith converting because of me asking them, not because of like the, what the, they, the, for the, the fact that they're gonna be your wife versus <laughs> exactly. like they genuinely see the light inside of you and like they see how the faith is working through you. Um, exactly. That makes sense. I I, I honestly, you, you know, a lot of people still ask me when I tell them like, oh, when, I, when I'm looking for a girlfriend, and when I don't mention faith. It's not because I don't mention it. It's because, for me, I'm already past the point where, like... It goes without saying. Bro. It goes without saying. Like, if you're not someone who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ... To me, that's a non-negotiable. It's, 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 it's definitely one of my non-negotiables. But I don't even list it because why would I even want to entertain that level of division in my house, in my marriage? Because that's... It's going to cause it eventually. But for me, it's different, though. Because if you say that, like, for example, like, if I met a girl who was as committed as you, you, or you... I wouldn't even, to me, it would be straight platonic because I'm like, I'm not going to try to convince you to change your exactly. ways because I wouldn't want somebody convincing me to change mm-hmm. my ways. But if you if we meet and you're like, you know, I'm open, you know, I'm not practicing anything, but, you know, I'm open to be influenced. I feel like I'm more likely to entertain that than somebody who was like fully devout. That's course, fair. Of course. You know, That's fair. Of course. You know, but even then, like speaking of somebody who like tell you, I used to just date whatever. I didn't, I didn't really care. We'll, you we've know. all been there. Um, mm-hmm. Tell you the truth, it wasn't until my wife, like, until like we were like have that conversation. That I'm only if Christian, Christian, it's funny, I married her, right? Yeah, so I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think that, and I, I see what happens when people who are on two different walks of life of faith. This is Christian, quote unquote, Christian to Christians, too. Like, if somebody who's a devout Christian going to church and you have a church goer, as we call it, right? They're on two different planes, two different of thinking. realms. Is the influence going to be better? Of course, like because at least they are like a church goer. They're going in there, but but they can still bring you down. They can literally still bring you down because they there's there's a level that they're not um, spiritually mature in yet that they are easily influenced by the world and everything around them. So they can easily like yeah, they're church goer today, but then if they you know they read something, they become like a black Hebrew tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. Um, no, I use that as an example, but yeah, it, it's no. it's like yo, honestly, yeah. I like. Can't believe I'm bringing Kanye somehow into this conversation, but <laughs> I did not even want to do it. No. Like, Kanye, Kanye took us 20 minutes to bring up Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, for example, right? Kanye is someone who I've called and I've talked to my friends on um, multiple group chats. I call him the perfect embodiment of the modern day Christian. People are like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? I say, look at Kanye. Kanye is someone who's trying to walk the path of being in the world and in his faith at the same time. You can't do that. 
That's not something you can do. And you see what, it's, what, what it does. It, his, his wife is, you know who his wife is. His wife is about the world. His ex-wife. His ex-wife, whatever. It's about the world, right? You're, quote unquote, now trying to be about Christianity or whatever. You're trying to bring both worlds of like super, things, of, things of the superficial nature, things of, um, you know, um, Balenciaga, like uh, fashion shows and stuff like that, that world. And you're trying to fuse that into like Sunday service with church. And it's like, bro, it, it, it's clashing. It doesn't mix. It will never mix. It will never mix. And you see what happens. You got your ex-wife talking about how she's being forced. Something's being forced upon me. Now your kids, right? And this is why I say it's worse. I don't even forget me and my partner. Let's talk about the kids now. Now your kids are going to grow up confused with two different ideologies that don't mix. And you know what side is typically going to win more, more often than not? The side that's easier. The side that you're, yeah. you're going to give The side that's into. more fun. That's more yeah. fun. We have, of course, we of have course. cookies. Come on to this side. <laughs> of course, you know, the children are going to go for like, oh, I don't got to go to this church on Sunday. I don't got to, I can watch football with my dad. I can just chill. Like, I don't have to, wow, what my mom or what, what the other parent is doing seems like annoying. I don't, have to, I don't have to miss out on all the fun parties or all the fun exactly. activities because of these rules and restrictions. Like sex? Like, you know, my pop said, he just a condom, but my mom said, you got to wait. I'll just go get the condom. <laughs> like, you know, this is human nature. That's what's yeah. easier, you know? So I, I think that uh, when, I, when I look at, like, the lifestyle and, when I, and I look at, like, someone who, can, who embodies, like, and this is what my, we'll go later into, like, my problem with modern-day Christianity is definitely the fact that, like, we have a lot of Christians who are just in and out, mm-hmm. but they're not really someone who's shining a light on their faith. And going back to your conversation about... Um, how uh, it, how you don't want to be the reason strictly because, oh, you're my wife, you're going to convert to it. I think a lot of the times the opposite is happening where people who are not of the same elk or same faith or not as yoked <clears throat> as we are in our faith are now influencing. I know for sure it was influencing everything I was doing, question, making me question my faith, making me go back on things that I typically wouldn't have never done if I had a partner, right? Not... And again, I take responsibility for my actions, right? Yeah. That was my lack of faith, my lack of mental maturity, mental uh, maturity and intelligence in that moment. For me to be like, you know what? Eh, you know, I'll just like, you know, you know, go away and do what I want to do, right? Yeah. Versus like when you're with somebody who can keep you ground, like my wife will check me. Like there's nothing more stinging, which is when when she'll say something like, um, but is that the Christian thing they do? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, those be the toughest moments. But I need, but, those but, be but, the but, toughest but, moments. But I, resp- I want to get, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. my wife, that's that's her job is to check yeah, me. Really on, on, she she can't check me on a, uh, let's say, intellectual <clears throat> point, but you know what she knows she can check me? Spirituality. Because really? that's where our blueprint. Yeah. That's where your foundation is. That's where our foundation is. is. Yeah. And that's, that's where a strong foundation. To, to come down to check each other. So it's like, when I'm feeling petty about work, She's the first one to say, but Carl, is that really how a Christian should be acting this moment? Like, Sometimes they don't, they don't deserve that. <laughs> exactly. No, man. You know, you know what I'll say? They don't deserve that. I'll, no, just, deserve that. I'll literally just There's say, grace. I'll literally just say, I don't care. <laughs> so you don't care about your faith? All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Let me back. I just yeah, say, yeah. you know, these hands are holy, but these hands still work. <laughs> but um, what do you, so what, what are some, and I'll, I'll start with you, Axe, and then JP you. to Nikki. Um, what are some of the worst interpretations of your faith right now? Oh my God! Good thing you started. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> the reason why I started with you is because I like my ignorance, right? No, no. I don't even want to say nothing of the things I hear because I, I know because me and Jonathan, we've talked about this before. 
we heard some of we heard it in our church some of the craziest things from like a Sunday school teacher. And even I knew it was just like, yo, what is this dude saying right now? What kills me the most, <laughs> especially when it comes to Islam and other people's understanding of it, is majority of people don't separate between religion and culture when it comes to Islam. Mm. I need people to Whoa. understand the difference between <laughs> what Islam teaches and what... Because when, when you ask somebody, when, you, when, when somebody says, I'm Muslim... The first mental picture you're gonna get in your head is somebody, you know, somebody Arab, first of all, you know, hijab, hijab, blah, 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 which is fine. But with the same mental image in your head, I want you to understand the location of those people and their culture before you try to understand the religion. When it comes to Islam, majority of people can't separate the two. And so sometimes they use cultural norms to judge the religion, mm. where the religion has nothing to do with what people are doing. Mm. And to me, more than anything else, that's the biggest issue. I, like, I want people to start understanding. For example, like when, when, you, when you look at the people in the Middle East, for, I'll give you an, when, when you look at somebody wearing a hijab, they'll say, oh, this person is uh, oppressed you know, because like, their religion is forcing them to wear it. Take, the, take a step back for a second. Take religion out of it. Culturally, those people are like very conservative people, very modest people. So regardless whether they're Muslim or not, they're still going to cover up regardless. So it's not the religion forcing them to cover up. It's their culture first, then the religion comes afterward. For example... When you look at Mother Teresa, she's fully covered from head to toe. Nuns are covered from fully head to toe. They're not oppressed. But when you look at those, you would say, You just oh, literally you say, you say, my oh, you That's say, a good you point. Say, oh, that is a very good you point. You say, oh, they're very devout. That is a good point. But you look point. at somebody wearing a hijab and say, oh, they're oppressed. That's pure That's ignorance. That's crazy. What are you talking about? That's crazy. Yo, yo, I, didn't I even, never thought that, about that. So to me... And then like the hijab, I never thought about that. To me, that once we start from there and people stand separating the two, I feel like everything else would be a lot easier. Everything else. So, wow. That's <laughs> no, that's that. Yeah. That was. That was. Wow. That was spot on. That was spot on. I'm not gonna lie, man. You would give Fox News some pressure. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they love Look the me. Catholic. I'll you know come over there. The I'll come bro. over there, man. They love the Catholics. They, they love but their honestly, <laughs> honestly, like you see every single day. I'm like, Google a picture of Mother Teresa. She, if if you didn't know it was Mother Teresa, you'd say, oh, she's just any hijabi. Because she's covering her husband. You won't even see her hair. What's Mother Teresa's color, ha hair color? I don't know. I know. Great. Couldn't tell me. Right? What's any hijabi's hair color? <laughs> oh, right? I don't know. You can't tell me. So I go based why, off their eyebrows. Why, why have like, those different scales of you know judging one person mm -hmm. versus the other? And then, you know, so. That's facts. After we fix that, everything else will be a lot easier. That's <clears> my actually let you go first. Go ahead. So the biggest thing for me, um, the biggest misrepresentation for me is the... I guess I want to say like the vernacular or the way the message is, is preached. I'll, I'll, maybe you guys have something different. But for me, it's like, and this is going to get very touchy, and I don't know if we're going to go down this realm, but, I, you know, I have Dan, Danny's a good friend of mine. He's an atheist. I've worked in places where I have friends that, you know, are very open on the sexuality spectrum. I'll let you, I'll let you go with where that, where that may be. My job is not to shame you or judge you based on your life choices. My job is to be a representation of the God I serve, to live by his morals and by his standards. But for some reason, the people who are more radical have the mic to their mouth, and their hate is now putting in a, not even putting in a, it's like putting my love in a corner, and now it's like, oh, it's hate speech. It's just like, Christianity isn't about hate speech. It's about, this is how I live. 
I'm going to show you how I live by my actions. Even if you slap me, what would Christ do? I'm just going to turn the other cheek. I may disagree with you. Yeah. And that's where people get confused. Like, I can disagree with your lifestyle. I can say I don't agree. I'm yeah. not going to go here. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to drink to the point of, in- like, I'm drunk and intoxicated. Like, there's, I, Carl, when I first got to UMass Boston, I, I used to wear a purity ring. In the BSC on the third floor. <laughs> Do you know how radical that was? Yeah. All yo, we would sit where we used oh, to play dominoes. We would sit there and people would be like, Oh, you're married? I'm like, no, it's my purity ring. And it's like, you're not gonna have sex. And it's like, well, no, I'm this is what I'm choosing you to do. If you want to have sex, you clearly are already you. doing it. Bro, but it's like, why are they why are they trying to force it? Why are they trying to force yeah. it on me? And I, like I feel like that's such crazy projection and like insecurity because they're showing you what their value is in, like sex. Like I think, like you put on your purity. Like it's kind of crazy. I would never even th- pay no mind to even ask that question. Right? Yeah. Why would like, I? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but that's my personal. And I know you wouldn't even be someone unless you were trolling, unless we were trolling or something. But like, I I just think about it. Even the the simple fact that they were like, at if anything, you ask, you ask that, to know more, not to know more, more. Exactly, like to, yeah. not to clown, like not to say like, oh. Like, and I I mean I want to say I enlightened them. I you know I gave them examples on on why. I won't necessarily say them and say them right here, but like that's my biggest annoyance is mm-hmm. anytime I say I'm a Christian, it's automatic like you know left radicals or super conservatives. Like it's not that it's not that crazy. I'm not over there. Like I have certain conservative aspects, but I also understand like you know there's a lot of middle that happens, and you just kind of kind of find your blend and yeah. kind of find your middle ground. As long as again your heart posture and your relationship with God is secure enough for yourself. That's it. I'm not here to hate anyone. Like, I can disagree with your lifestyle Mm -hmm. choices, and I won't let your choices affect my choices. But how you live your life is, again, how you live your life. I'm going to be over here, and if you want to glean to what I'm doing, then the Lord will not work in you to change your life choices. I can't make you change your life choices. But that's where it gets bothersome to me is, like, once you say you're a Christian, oh, you hate you hate the gays. Oh, you're yeah, uh, it's never, like it's never been about hate, though. It's never been about hate. It's never been about hate. It's like um, to your point, like if you want to stick on the subject of homosexuality and now you know polygamy and there's so many. It's like it's at the end of the day, it's it's in our religion and our and our faith and our walk of faith. Those things are not really are not highly looked upon, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they're not invited to come to church. It doesn't mean that they can't have a connection with God, right? Uh, we view these types of um, actions as like, uh, even though they're sinful in nature, it doesn't mean that oh you hate that person or you you want bad for that person or you, you even if you're telling them, you're not even forcing them to stop their lifestyle even you know what I'm saying? God hates the sin. He doesn't hate the sinner. You know, it's it's not it's not um, it's no different than me being a liar or a fornicator. It's the same. It's thing. the same playing field. It's the same playing field. So, I mean, the thing is, is that again, that's why for me. It's always in subjects like that. It's it's always a judgment free zone. Like I'm not gonna not show love to someone who's a homosexual just because they're a homosexual, or I'm not gonna not be friends with someone who's a homosexual just because they they it's are. It's honestly one. hard for you to judge other people if you are truly <clears throat> and genuinely an introspective person. Yes, right. 
Because if you truly believe in your faith, too, I feel like it should be hard for you to, to really judge people. Exactly. I feel like, no, no, no. If there's people who believe in their faith, but they're like, they, they take that belief to the extreme. They don't believe. They don't really. I don't, but I don't then, call oh, that. I mean, no, no, oh, no. Oh, you, you'd be hard pressed to tell them otherwise. Because they'd be like, yeah, no, 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 no,
our points are actually helping each other out. No, it's giving yeah. more clarity, nuance. He, to he has he he owns. I don't even want to say owns. He has power in the realm, but his power is only subject to how much you give him. Exactly. If I don't give him that power, no, you're 100 right. He can't ever. He can't ever rule where, wherever I step is where God steps. That's how I look at it. Because God made the earth, and I'm the prince of the Most High King. Yeah. So that means I'm inheriting what He's made. So He made the earth. So I inherit the earth. So wherever I step, I'm no, stepping in territory 100%, 100%, that that, that He owns. So that's why. Yeah, you kind of lost me when you said like, "Oh, it's Satan's world," and I was like, "Wait, but I thought God gave it to us." Yeah. So that's where you lost me a little bit. But, but where, but where sin, but where sin has yeah. you know found its way in, in, in a sense where um uh. I say that because it's in the New Testament as well. Yeah. Um, when Jesus himself said Satan is the king of this world, this is a thing that he said. But if you're someone who has Christ in, in you, right, if you're, then Satan has no dominion over, over, you. over that space, just like Nikki said. Right, right. So to bring clarity to like everything I'm saying, that, that, I, I know how that came across. Um, whatever you're not bringing towards Christ, if, if it, like that's why it says as a Christian, um, if you're not, if you're not going to work, right? If you're not working under Christ, if you're not um, breathing, you're not you're not walking. If you're married, if any, if nothing that you're doing is under the dominion of Christ, then it's for something else. Then it's not for God, right? That's why it's like in Jesus' name we pray before when you when you before you eat your food, before you step out for the day, before you um, anything you do is supposed to go be for Christ first before yourself. Yeah. And if you're only serving yourself, then you're serving pretty much. The world, in a sense, right? And in doing that, what else are you serving? You're serving Satan because the embodiment of Satan. And I don't mean like you're going and writing ritual yeah. numbers <laughs> on, on the wall. You're, you're serving Satan. Satan, you know what I'm saying? It's like indirectly doing that, just for clarity. Yeah, I don't want people yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. like, oh, everyone else is a he's Satan. He's throwing triple sixes on like Carl, Carl, Carl is a ra radical. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a radical. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. And if, and if you're someone who's in like the more and more, like in the faith, you understand what context I'm using. Yeah, yeah. I know this might be hard for someone who's not in the. Um, in the and these conversations can go from like milk, milk to meat very quickly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I. So we try to keep, we try to keep it on milk. Try keep, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep it very like plain. So moving on from there, right? <laughs> Great dialogue, guys. Um, thank you for ground honing me in. Yeah, yeah, I got you, JP. I don't want to sound like everyone else is out here. I got you. <laughs> Worshiping that figure in the black. Wait, I mean, did you two, did you two answer? Like, what do you feel like is the misrepresentation for your? Oh, I mean, honestly, I I, I align with a lot of what um, you guys are saying. I don't know if JP. I JP, didn't, JP didn't answer. I didn't answer, but I, I also align with what he I align more too. of what you're saying. Um, I would say ultimately, my biggest thing with the with the biggest misinterpretation is like it does revolve around that the messages are misconstrued and mm. I think there's a lot of um, a lot of our culture is changing in general so the antithesis of it is Christianity and it's funny because everything that's counterculture is going to be of the Christian faith nowadays mm. and even to a degree even the Muslim faith has a lot of things in modern day culture that's counter that um, counter it's just that I think in today's uh, society the, the people of the Muslim faith will step up and check people fast and correct faster than Christians. And I believe because of what I said earlier about the half that you have people like so Kanye's of the world who are quote unquote representing our faith, they're, they're kind of... I remember you speaking about this wait, earlier. Like you had this wait, conversation. We, we <laughs> call have been talking about this yeah, for, yeah, the, yeah, last, yeah, yeah, for the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah. Um, I think ever since I went to the Kendrick concert, me and you have been talking about this. Yeah, I remember him saying... I'm kind of... 
I don't want to say envious because I think you know that that has its own weight to it. Yeah, I have a respect or a reverence for every other religion right now besides Christianity because the amount of stuff I'm seeing and Carl. No, I don't want to say plan to see, but Carl opened my eyes and now I'm seeing it. I'm like, yo, if anyone were ever after he's after he said it, now I see it differently now because I'm like. Muslims, we don't do that. So to see I've how seen Christians people do it, kicking like the Bible yeah. on the street, like on for TikToks, for views, and it's a joke. It's a parody. But if someone were to kick the Quran, there's an uprising. If someone were to do something to the to the Buddhist community, it's, it's an, an uprising. uprising. But it's the an oppression. Cri- it's an oppression. But for some reason, the Christians, we are now the punchline. Yeah. We are now the thing that is no longer protected. Like we can make fun of of your of your faith or your religion. Without consequence. And, and I, I feel like that's a very dangerous space to be in. And I think there's an abundance of reasons. I, A, put the honus on Christians first and foremost. Because mm, we're, we're, we're not protecting. We're not protecting. Our, we're, not protect, we're not living out our faith and we're mm. not protecting it. Next, I think it's bound to happen. This is just how the world is going to be. I think as things change, as the world progresses in like more and more, I think it's going to be less about God and more about what is it's loving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, loving yourself, and not even in the loving yourself in the sense of like to love yourself as we are, as we are taught in Christianity is to love others. No, it's loving yourself, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So it's really interesting. Once it becomes more about loving yourself, it becomes doing what you want to do, doing what you want to do. Sometimes as you see fit, as you see whatever fit. that might be, so whatever that might be, which is going to be counter what the Christian faith teaches you, yeah. and it's easier. Mm-hmm. To just do what you want and love yourself, yourself. right? Mm. So that's another that's another thing to why I think that's happening. And like I think I think lastly, it's the people who are representing the faith. Um, I think that, like it or not, we live in a society where people look up to people, and unfortunately, not to cut you off, no. but that same point is true for I think for just about every religion. If you look across. The, most people who tend to represent the religion also have their like ulterior motives for why they're doing it, and sometimes those motives don't align with what the actual faith is supposed to be, and it tends to give a bad negative. Mm. It's image. like it's like the the pastors that have all the churches like social media pastors. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, these these are the people that we're giving the mics to. Mm-hmm. This is what people are seeing for Christianity across and the I board, and then it looks bad. It looks yeah. bad. You got pastors. Choking on women in church and punching them, and like, what? What are we doing? Piping, that's what we're projecting. That's what we're, yeah, like, that's and, what and we're unfortunately, showing. right? And cussing the, the congregation off and not buying him watches, and bro. <laughs> and and unfortunately, that's, it's not me and Nikki and you, or like us, like, right? You're like, when no one cares if Carl like steps out on his girl, right? My yeah. family will care, my, maybe my immediate community. But like the moment Pat Michael Todd, we hear something on Michael Todd. Todd it's, he, if he, put, yo, the Christian, the Christian community will literally. It's over. It's like it's done. you nuked like, it. You nuked it because your your yeah, I don't this giant figure. This giant figure yeah. can fall, but that's my, that's also a possibility. <laughs> he's not perfect. He's not God. He's human. He's not God. <laughs> so he has the possibility in the space to fall. You shouldn't. And that's why, like, I enjoy having Mike Todd. I enjoy having Stephen Furtick. Like, I enjoy having these these pastors. But this is why I go to church. That's why I have a relationship with my pastor. That's why I have accountability. Because they're good to feed me, like, you know, through the week. But 
it's, it's my pastor, Matt. It's my pastor, Roberson, that allows me to have those more intimate conversations that I'm not going to be able to talk to Mike Todd about because <laughs> yeah. he has his own congregation to deal with. Like, he has his followers to get back to. He has his followers <laughs> to get back to. And it's like, but the world puts those people on the pedestal. That's where the pedestal. And, and they have a responsibility, and, and now too. Yeah. They have to carry the weight, but it's also... I mean, I'm just getting too spiritual. Let's go. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. So, but it's also, that's the cost of, of like a Pastor Mike Todd. Because of his platform, his weight, you don't understand what he goes through on a day-to-day basis. So you think he looked pretty because he's wearing all these stuff, his church is growing at a rapid rate, but you don't know what that's probably costing him in his personal life, in his marriage, in yeah. his kids, and the people that's around him that are probably leaving him left and right. He has to cut off people because he has to make sure that he's still connected to the source. But y'all just see the... Oh, he's doing big things. No, he has, no, I agree. Like, there's a weight on him, and that will eventually crush his humanity. Where now he may, you he's know, God liable. forbid, he's more liable to falter. He's you know. more liable to falter. But we need to have grace, and as a Christian community, we should be able to protect him and shroud him, and not when the world wants to destroy him, we have to then come in as brothers and sisters and be the gate in community. Like we forgive him. We like forgive we him. him we, we don't do that. We don't as do Christians, that. We, don't we do condemn that. him. Get him off the stage. Get the mic out of his hand. You know? But sister, didn't you just? <laughs> brother, <laughs> didn't you just? But I'm just the congregation. No, we're all the yeah, body of Christ. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I say we, that's why I said one, the biggest part to play with why Christianity is disrespected the way it is. It's with us, bro. Because we, we don't, It starts with us. We don't, we don't embody our faith the way that that and it's crazy because the world hold us to such a high crazy standard. It's really funny. They 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 hold us to like everything that the that as soon as they say you're Christian, ooh, mm. you went to that party and you were doing this that, and I, that. Didn't I see you with a glass of wine at your it, dinner it, table? There you go. You're the first one that. And I think it means something. It, it, I think regardless of um you know what walk of faith that you're walking, I think it means something. But you know what's also great about that. It's also the moments when they know who to go to prayer for. Yeah. I again, I don't try to like put out like my light is my light, but I'll have people come to me like, yo, Nikki, can you pray for me? Like, yo, Nikki, my family's going through a hard time. And like that's where I know the moments of ridicule is worth it because now I know my light is putting people in a space where they're having difficulties. They know I can be an intercession for them. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a double edged sword. I'm going to get the ridicule. Yeah. But once you're in trouble, yeah. you're going to send me that text on the side. <laughs> Yo, can, that can makes you, it all worth it, though. If they're coming to you for prayer, it means you're doing something. Yeah. But then it also, you know, rejuvenates me. Like, Yo, I got to continue making sure my walk is, you know, showing to others. So I can't go to those parties. I can't go to those clubs. If I'm having a drink, I'll have it in the privacy of my home. Like, because I just make sure the light I'm representing allows people to come to Jesus. I'm not using my light as a deterrent to push you away through hate, through all this malice or whatnot. Amen. Love it. Um, so we're, we're, we're coming down to the last uh, moments. Because <laughs> honestly... Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> it's keep a talking. good conversation. I'm having fun. No, I, I am keep too. I am too. I, I, listen, I know people got places to be. That's why I, I, I'm saying that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Nikki? I know you got places to be. Um, I'm loving this conversation. Um, we are drawn closer to the end, but I, we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue. Mm. I don't know why I said I think that. it had like let's, let's just keep on going. If it naturally one of the ends. questions I saw on the uh, outline that I really like where it was like forgive me if I'm skipping ahead of time. No, 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 no. Go on. It was like what type of like I think it was benefit does religion play in your role or something like that. Uh, what kind of benefit does religion have on your life? On your life. On your life. Yeah. Go. 
Personally, I feel like with my religion, it's one of those things where, you know, you ever been like going through something and like you just like, man, like you, you're losing like hope or you're like, man, I don't know what to go to. I feel like with my religion, it's one of those things where I'm like, if I can't count on anybody else, if I can't, like if I have, I'll, I'll go like go do a couple prayers and I'd be like, you know what, I got this. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's going to come through. Like any religion is blind faith. Like you just have to mm-hmm. hope that it's just always going to work. And keeping that, like, excuse the word, that, like, stupid, like, faith that it's going to be positive, like, no matter what happens. Crazy that, faith. Crazy faith. It's like, yeah. It's like, it's like that, it's yeah. like, to me, that's what I always look forward to. It's like, no matter how down you're going to be, in the back of your head, yeah, you know what? Nah. Like, I know if I go pray, it's going to work out. Listen, Axel, like, that is me every morning, bro. And to add to that, it's like structure. <laughs> yes. I know, like I told you, Fridays... Don't make any plans with me if it's past, like, I only make plans past 3 o'clock on Fridays. Because my Friday is not going to start until I'm done praying. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I put that in my calendar. I put that in my week. I put that in my schedule. Regardless of what it is, work, appointments, nothing. I know everything is going to happen after I'm done praying. So that structure, to me, great. I'll take it any day. Exactly. So I, I think it's an amazing how it can be the foundation to your work life. Yeah. To your spiritual life, of course. Your relationship with like your loved ones—that's wife, mom, dad, cousins, friends. Br- friends, right? I think it's such a grounding thing. It really is. Speaking for myself, like the more and more <laughs> I took my faith seriously, the more I want to say blessings I felt I was mm-hmm. receiving. Right? The, the day I was like, you know what? I remember the day I was like, I'm not dealing with these these worldly females anymore. Is what I said. I was like, you know, j- joking, but at the same time being so serious. Yeah. Like, it was gonna make laugh. <laughs> I was like, I do not like. I if she's not like, hey, bro, I'm not going with this crystals and like, you know. I've left. I've left like, somebody on the first date. They asked me what's your zodiac sign. I'm like, that was our last date. I'm like, bro, no way. I I'm not gonna myself, do that. I'm not doing that. I told myself, like, the moment I see, like, bro, she's just not a Christian, I'm just not going to deal with it. But guess what? That forced me to, to examine the first moment I said that. Myself. Yeah, yourself, yeah. Because I was like, you know what's happening? I am not attracting the type of people that I want to Because you weren't embodying it. Because I wasn't embodying my faith, precisely. And, like, I realized, like, once I started tithing, right, once I started, like, you know, really um, incorporating like Bible study into my life, things just start happening, right? Things start happening, right? So obviously, with some of my own hard work, but otherwise, just some things were just unexpected. Like I didn't think I was gonna get into grad school. I'll be honest. Like I just, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I swear, I didn't even remember applying. And then, like I remember, like months later, so oh, you, I remember I woke up in the summer, seven a.m. I got an email, so you got accepted. And I was like, oh shoot, when did I apply? And I was like trying to think, like, oh, so, oh, during the pandemic and stuff like that, right? So things just happen, and, and like I, I just say, even that getting married, like mm. I didn't know how I was gonna amass resources and money and things. Things but, just but happen, God. like you know, donations from the family, like you know, I the pandemic was kind of like a blessing and a curse. Like yeah. I saved so much money during the pandemic, like things like that just happen, right? So I just, I just, I just, it's like you said, like I just feel like. My spiritual walk has done so much that I want to do so much for it. And like even me speaking right now about it, I feel like if it at least reaches one ear and like has someone like re-examine their life in a spiritual aspect, you know, I think that I'm doing the Lord's work in, in, in that in that notion. 
But like as far as living, growing up and like what it is, it is me, you know? It is, I can't imagine myself not being um, a Christian to some degree. Am I the perfect Christian? I mean, my friends out there know I'm not. Have I done a lot of stupid things and a lot of anti-Christian things? I will say this over and over and over again. Yes, I have. I've done the worst right of the there worst. with you. You know, I am not the poster child of Christianity, and I would never pretend that I am. But am I trying to do better in my faith day and day? Yeah, even me speaking out right now is it's a daily struggle a, too. Oh yes. Yeah. What? Temptations oh. everywhere, man. Oh yes, bro. Don't get oh, me yes. started. But how about you, JP? <laughs> Uh, well, we already established that I'm not okay. perfect Christian, <laughs> but, but no, I feel like for me, the biggest benefit would be how it allows me to see, see the world mm. and my outlook and my mindset going through day-to-day life and how I, you know, I kind of structure my goals. So I think that's the big, cause I, as I, it keeps me again, as he said, and, and as Axum said, it, it keeps me grounded mm. and know, I know where my foundation is. I know where my mindset should be. Yeah, so yeah. when I'm having those days where I'm just like, man, I don't know. As you said, you, you know, you get up one day, you're just like, man, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get out of this rut. I don't know how to get out of this situation. I'm like, okay, I have faith. Like I know where to go. Mm-hmm. I know where to yeah. go when I'm I'm in those situations. Even though sometimes it's like, man, I don't know if it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah. But faith crazy, crazy faith, crazy right? Faith. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna do it anyway. And sometimes it works. It work. Somehow it works out for me. So. And to tell you the truth, let, let me let me not like lie. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, but, no, you know, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't. You just find another way. You'll, you'll you go again you say, and you pray you again or you figure it out. When you say it doesn't, can it you isn't, go into that? It doesn't, it doesn't happen in the time that you want well, it exactly. to. Exactly. When it doesn't, I say, you know what? It's probably because God It's not ready. It's I'm not, not ready right for that for yet. Right now. Yeah. I love, I'm not ready for that. And the reason why I wanted you guys to say it is because I love when people think that there's an immediacy to when you pray. No. No. Like, they're... Yes, the praying part is important. You know what's funny about that? In Islam, we believe, I, I forgot the Arabic ter- uh, transition for it, but it, the saying is, you plan and Allah plans, and he's the ultimate planner. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like, you could, you could pray, I want a Mercedes right, right now, and if you don't get it right now, it doesn't mean you're not going to get it right now. Exactly. You know, the timeline is maybe not quite. Or, or, or your God is saying to you, um, yeah, I can get you the Mercedes, but, but can like, you pay can for you pay it? Everything? Can you can you, can you do the maintenance on it? Can, you're not ready. Not, you're just not, not ready yet. You might, you might get the Mercedes, but it might change who you are as a person. There you, worse. there oh, yeah. you go. Exactly. You know? yeah. No, for real. Yeah. There you yeah. go. The, 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 the walks of faith align in, in a lot of places. More his plans believe. are always they always supersede our plans. That's like if I'm being a little bit transparent right now, right? I'm, I'm telling God, yo, I'm trying to save money because I'm trying to buy a house. I'm trying to have my financial portfolio in a space where I can, you know, you know, get married, support, no, make you know, some support a wife. So I'm like, yo, God, stuff. like, I didn't really try to save money. My car broke down. Oh, well. But my car note is is high. We ain't going to talk about... <laughs> we ain't going to talk, <laughs> talk. Now, I can pay for it. I've been paying for it. If y'all yeah. see my ride, I can pay for it. Yeah. But now I'm about to step into a new car fully with all the features I needed to have and I'm going to be saving $100 a month. Hey. Now, I said, God, I need to save money or I need to make more money. You know, God said, well, let's look at the resources you have and let's rework some things now. Your phone bill is paid. You don't have to pay for a phone anymore. You save $20 a month. You're about to get a new car and you're going to pay 100 Like, sometimes how we pray, we think, oh, we're going to get it this way. But God's yeah, like, yeah. nah, yeah. I got you with something better. I got you with something better. There's like that, that picture of the little girl holding the bear. Our God's taking the bear from her, but he has a bigger bear. He's a bigger and better bear. She's like, oh, I want this bear. Dude. He's like, just relax. This is a sidetrack question. Can you call yourself religious and be a pessimist? 
No. Uh, I don't have the answer for that. I don't know. Let me not say no. I don't have I don't the answer know. for that. I don't know. Pessimist? That's interesting. No, you want I personally don't think so. And I don't know. No, actually, scripture. I don't know what the Quran. Yeah. Quran says, um, be a cheerful giver. So you can't you can't be you can't be a pessimist and no, you should give responsibly because you shouldn't you still gotta take care of your family, you still gotta take care of yourself. But you should you should be able to give. But you can't be a pessimist. You can't have like the the worst outlook like, on like, life. Like and, I feel I feel like if you call yourself be, religious, like yeah. religion, like I said, it's literally blind faith. If you have faith in something, you can't. Say you gotta be optimistic place. about it, right? Yeah, you can't. You gotta be, I agree. You can't I agree. be pessimistic. You, know, you can't. You can't be pessimistic by nature. But if you have pes- if you have pessimistic a pessimistic day, it's supposed to be your faith that's supposed to be like, exactly. That's exactly. supposed to bring okay. you back I agree up. With that. My I fault. That. We're pessimists. I was thinking frugal. I know. I was, oh, thinking frugal. Frugal. I was gonna stop <laughs> you, but yeah, I was like, wait. No, you're 100 percent right, though. I think. I I think. You're human. You're gonna have a day where like life sucks. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I've had those. I've yeah, had those it days. Takes faith to not let that day become a week, like, like a, become a month, yeah, a year, a mentality, five years, ten years, the rest <laughs> of your life. That is a lot of people. Like, and I, I feel like it is. I feel like, it, and it's so easy to become if you if mm-hmm. your faith is very low. You pray to God for something and you don't get it. You know, immediately, you, you know, it's that, so easy. It's called spiritual immaturity too, in a sense. That, that if you think that it's like, so easy to hate God, then go back to Him and be like, Yo, how can we make this better? Yep. It is. It's so easy to just like, yo, you, you didn't allow this to happen for me, so I'm just going to go away for five years, and then you become the prodigal son story. Then you come back, and it's like, oh, like the Jesus moment. It's like, what you always knew, yeah. but you just didn't have the patience. The, the patience or the wherewithal to be like, maybe, you know, patience what am I doing? Word. God, what can we do different yeah. to now change this your situation? Default, your default setting is always going to be... You know, yoked in selfishness. Exactly. Yeah. That's just human being. It's just the human first nature. nature is self-preservation. So if you believe that you praying to this God is not helping you, the best thing to, to that's a fact for self-preservation is to I'm gonna do it my own yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. figure it out. I'm gonna figure yeah. it out because you don't want your time. Nah, man. You know, you want to protect. It's you. never. On, it's never on me. Yeah, it's but never, I, never is. It's never on me, but it also is on me. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's like, mentality. It's on God, but God won't move until I until I allow him access to move. Like he'll take the 99 steps, but I have to take the first step. Yeah. If I don't take the first step, it's like he's just gonna chill. Cause he doesn't he hasn't had access to move yet. Cause you haven't asked him to move yet. And people love that word free will. And when God gives it to you, do what you want, <laughs> and things don't turn out to you. Why God? Why? Yeah. That's <laughs> a whole other conversation. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> it just reminded me of that, yeah. though. Like the first step to move, because it's just like then, like you know, God said, "Okay, you don't want, you don't, you don't want to take the first step. Do your thing. You do your thing. Then finally, why? It doesn't God? work out. It doesn't work. I feel like it happens for. I mean, people. If I want to help a friend out, mm-hmm. you can't help people that don't want to help themselves. Exactly. That's the same thing. I feel like God is telling us that like, you got to take that step. You got to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, let me in to help you. If you don't, then I can't help you. Exactly. So um, with the decline of religion period in our society, and let me speak for Western culture, Western society, mm-hmm. right? Because this is where we live. This is the part of the world we live in. Um, you see more and more people are leaving um, the Christian faith. Uh, a lot of people are just identifying as non-religious. Uh, or spiritual. I know, I know the Muslim faith <clears throat> is growing more in America, more so than um, other walks of faith, right? And my question is to you is like when you see that we are losing, uh, I guess the grounding principles. Because let's be real, like our laws, our code of ethics come from faith, from religion. When you see those things are disappearing from society, 
what does that make you think for like the future of the world and the direction that we're going with? And let's and let's not talk about the whole world. Let's talk about the Western world, right? What What do you guys think? Um, Very loaded question, but I have you guys answer it. I think it's especially here in America. Religion is always gonna have. Uh, they're always going to be butting heads, especially when it comes to our rights. Religion and rights, just I feel like here it, it's hard to coexist because mm-hmm. I feel like the moment somebody throws out there like uh, uh, like your, your freedom of speech, sometimes religion is almost, I, I don't want to say it's going to restrict, but it's, it's like there's certain things you can't say because of your religion that I feel like if you're an American, you're like, why can't I say? I, would, I have a right to say whatever I want. And I feel like we we... How can I say this? It's hard to put all the religious restrictions that there may be regardless of religion on somebody who, who's living in America, more so than if somebody was living outside of America. For example, in Uganda, um, there's certain, like, I don't, I don't think we even have like a, a amendment or like constitution for like, you know, like, yeah, they have freedom of speech, but like, that speech is limited. Mm-hmm. Regardless of religion, there are certain things people won't say because they'll be like, all right, not, not only does the religion restrict it, the culture also doesn't, doesn't restrict it, so I won't, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. In America, somebody could be, for example, a Muslim, so a little different, so I'll use Christianity. They could say, I identify as Christian, so I could dress however I want, regardless of whether it's scandalous or not, but if you look at the Bible, you're supposed to be uh, dressed modest, conservatively yep. and modest and everything. Mm-hmm. In America, you can't tell somebody, oh, dress modestly because religion says so. They'd be like, I have every right to do whatever I want. You can't tell me that. Whereas that conversation might go a lot differently if that person was out of America and living mm-hmm. somewhere else. So for, I feel like here, we're always going to have that clash of like, yeah, I still want to practice my religion and also be able to do what the Constitution gives me the right to do, and you can't tell me otherwise. And I think, I think, it's, I think it's literally, there are cultures in the world that support the religion, which is why it goes hand in hand. Like you are saying it perfectly. And in America, I think it's, it does the opposite. It does the opposite. It does the opposite. I think it gives you the illusion that, yeah, we support religious freedom. This but, is what I was telling you. Like, to an kinda, ex- we explore it to an extent. Like, if you, if you, if you go to Uganda, it, you I can't think, tell who think, are Muslims and who are non-Muslims. Because they, they dress the same. Mm-hmm. The culture always does I the same thing. I think the culture in America encourages um, people to do what they want. Yeah. Which is automatically anti and time, sometimes, yeah, because religion tells you this is what you should be mm-hmm. doing, and America is telling you do whatever you want. It's so a it's beautiful, like, it's a beautiful, um, not a beautiful, it's a very chaotic mix, which is why, hence, our society is so chaotic. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not that surprising when you think about it now. It's, it's very hard for a person. Um, I, I, I read the. If you read the book called The Four Amendment, The Four Agreements, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it talks about having the voices in your head. Well, like you can't have that many voices in your head and still be able to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You need to have one voice speaking at the same time, which is what, like, you can't have two, within a person, you can't have two rules of, uh, two scales of judgment, where, like, mm-hmm. the culture tells you to do, judge, you, judge you by one thing, and religion is judging you by the other thing. Sometimes That's good. you're only going to pick one and, and then, go with that. And then, and then even you even have the fight of the American culture and then your, your, your culture as yes, well. Yes, exactly. You have a lot of exactly. You have four different yeah, so there's like, things fighting each other, which is why like even growing up in like the Haitian church, right, you have the Haitian culture versus like Baptist, um, Christianity, mm. American culture, and the American code of ethics. And like you know, the American code of ethics changing like crazy, but the things that's always the same for the most part is going to be um, your Haitian culture, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and your uh, 
your your Christian faith, right? Those things pretty stay consistent. So when, when like you said, in that dichotomy, when those things are shifting and you're living in that world, things are gonna naturally shift on how you're gonna want to interpret things. And you're gonna, you're human, you're gonna, your default is to want to gravitate to something that's easier and more yeah. and more beneficial for your own, I guess, happiness in the sense of like it's it's an easy ease of life. An easier life, exactly. Yeah. Versus like what's actually good for you and what's actually gonna make you happy, which is nine times out of ten harder. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So can you um, ask the question one more time? Oh, the question was pretty much like in our culture, as you see, as you see, like there's a, a, a rapid decline in mm-hmm. spirituality and faith and religion, especially in the Christian faith, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think what impact do you think that's having on our society? Pretty much, like, do you think it's? I think we are losing the moral line. Now you can use that in whatever context you want. Pause on that. Is a moral defined by your religion or by? Um, well, because because if my history is correct, and please correct me if I'm wrong, you know, I believe that the country was founded on Christianity. No. What it was? It was founded on God. That's another conversation for another day. I, okay. I think it's under the guise well, of like in God we trust, trust. But I think it was. Well, if you intelli- were to look at intelligently you guys- put mm. as like God, this is now conspiracy mind coming in. God can mean like anything, like yeah. anyone, any I, God can mean anything. So okay. I, I, I used to be of the the idea that it was um, the Christian God, and for the most part, a lot of the founders were quote unquote. Oh, I always say quote unquote. I don't know, yeah. but quote unquote were some type of Christian mm-hmm. to some regard, and have certain leaders made laws in the in the God of like the Bible, sure, but at the same time. Those same people could have put God in like another, another God. At in another God. Okay, so I, I never want to strictly put it like God of the scriptures, but it could be like, you, you know about the Freemasons and stuff like yes. that. A lot of them were like Freemasons and like part of different, like, this is a fact. Like, it's not conspiracy. Sex and cults. Cults yeah. and stuff like that. So they can be talking about any God, you know? So um, really depends on who we're talking about, honestly. Uh, but go on. So, and the I, standpoint I of, standpoint, I guess, Christianity is still kind of like the, the more main religion. Main yeah, religion I guess the more mainstream for, for the Western. Yeah, for the West. So you, you can say that. I guess I'll retract the morals for right now, but I'll say this: we are losing our ability to teach our religion because the world is just saying, just do what you want. Like, don't follow this set of rules. I feel like that becomes very dangerous because every other aspect of life, and I, I'm you know putting up quotations. You're allowed to have free reign and, you know, teach about it. Like, what they're teaching in schools now, what's allowed to be spoken in schools. But if you say, hey, like, anything God-related, it's on our list. We don't, we don't talk about that here. It's become the, the hush topic. It's become the, yeah. And I, that puts us in a very, when everything is permissible. Very interesting. Not, yeah. And that means nothing, like, nothing is. And then you lose. That's why, that's why I'm going back to morality. When everything is permissible, you lose, like... Not everything. Yeah, it is. No, I not everything should be tapped into. Not yeah. everything should be, and not everything is 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 the place I believe of society to to dictate what goes on in in between interpersonal relationships relationship. and family dynamics. Yeah, because for me, it's like if we're teaching math, we're teaching science, we're teaching history. Fine, like. But once you start going into like people's morality, their moral compass, mm-hmm. yeah, let that be for home teaching. That I think that should be left to 
the teaching of parents and family structures, and that opens a whole nother can of worms. So wait, like, do you agree that, you know, when they, you know, took religious classes out of out of schools and stuff, that was the right move, or? Bias? I think it was the first move. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Hold on, hold on, I think it was the first move in in the direction that we are currently in, removing God out of conversations. Right, and I, I thought that that was, that was a bad move overall. It, I think though it's, you have people of different faiths going to certain schools, and you, maybe they're just teaching about Christianity, I feel like that was, that was to, to our detriment yeah. Yeah. In, a, I, in a big I way. So too. And now they're replacing it with other topics, and now those topics are becoming the... Mainstream narrative. Not even just mainstream, but it, be, it feels like it's becoming more important than learning English, learning math. It's like, mm-hmm. let's, like let's learn about your, your feelings. Let's learn about... Like, let's learn about these, your sexuality as a 10-year-old or, and it's like, or a 5-year-old. Like, what do, if, if you're saying, I can't, dr- I can't um, drink until I'm 21, I can't gain a gun license until, what? 18. 18 in some states. I can't rent a car... Until I'm 25, (laughs) but at 10 years old, you want to have the conversation about the birds and the bees, about the birds and the bees, which in a sense is um, way more personal, personal, Personal. important than like renting a car, which is which is why these conversations are always very interesting to me because it shows you the. The, the intentional narrative of the direction the world wants to go in, mm-hmm. and I'll just priorities. Leave it, I, I'll leave it at that, right? Yeah. I don't want to yeah. dive too deep into that, but it's always interesting to me where the areas where people want to have the most influence in, mm-hmm. and it's the areas that that really are defining of another ge- a, a new generation. Exactly. If you can control the new generation, you control the future. Yeah. Exactly. So I, and I, I'll leave it right there because I yeah. know that it can get into my, my blanket water. statement is if you want to have those interpersonal conversations with your children, with your community, let that be your children, your community. But if I can't talk, if you don't want me to talk about Jesus to your kids, I'll respect you. And that's my thing is, I respect your boundaries and your parameters. But I will argue too, right, for the other side in a sense where if you're in public, the public school system, if it's public, like I like, as you know, in the group chat, I like yeah. these root words. If you're in the public school system, then what is public, what is being taught through the masses, right? If there's an agreed upon curriculum, then that's just what's going to be, right? Yeah. Like it or not. I think if you really are someone of um, faith, of that it might be a thing in the future where you're gonna have to put your kid through a different school system yeah. that's not that's not public. Because let's be real Pri- like in the, the real private, world too, right? The private school the system. The private school system, let's be real too, right? There is a curriculum, whether parents wanna read it or not, it's it's accessible to all of you. Yeah. And if it's something you disagree with, you can take that up to the board. Enough of you can take it up to, the, to the board and make it a problem. And make a petition. Exactly. But because you don't care Society has put you got to work full time. You already have. If you're putting your kid through public school, most of the time, most of us, it's like, you know, money's a thing for middle class, for everybody. You already have other things you're worried about. You're raising, even worried about raising your own kid, let alone what the curriculum is going to be in the school exactly. system. So all those distractions are already put in place where you're not even going to think to question what's going on in, in in the system. So when that is already happening in the system, it's one of those things where it's either unfortunately you got to fall in line with it or. You're gonna have to put your your kid, or you're gonna have to go in a different direction, and that's just what that's the real world. That's just what mm-hmm. it is, you know. What are your thoughts, JP? I I don't have a good answer, okay. and I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I think that we're heading down a really bad path. 
Mm. Okay. By JP know, had the courage to say that's why he restricting, was restricting. You know, <laughs> spiritual. I like, guess it's, it's just. I don't want to. I don't really don't want to speak too much about. It. <laughs> yeah, like, we we appreciate your candor there. <laughs> I got another question. If you don't mind me asking. Do your thing, bro. If this is what anybody wants to answer, ask him his hosting right now. <laughs> oh no, no, my bad. No, no, I bro, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's like because my mind is going right now, and I'm just like thinking about other things. If any of you, right, including myself, if you had the power to change one thing about your religion, what would it be? Nothing. Oh. Ooh. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I mean, honestly, no, no, no. change. Not, 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 not as in the way it's practiced. Just the way, like it. Like for example, like you said, oh, like the way we look at Mike Todd and everything, like that. that oh, uh, perception you, you, and stuff. Got if it. You, if you had that power to change one thing in your religion, mm-hmm. what would it be? I would. I would. That's. I would elevate grace and love more. Yes, that was my if, answer. If, if I can elevate those two pillars, I mean, there's a lot of pillars okay. I'd want. Yeah. But if I can elevate love and grace more, it'll. Sh- I think it'll I, just. I think it'll take care of all the other. Pillars. It'll take care of all the other problems because. I can disagree and love you at the same time. You can make a mistake. Now, if your mistakes are habitual and re- like now it's a different conversation. Now you're abusing the tank of grace. But like there is grace for your mistakes. Like the the blood that was shed on the cross is real. Like there's grace for that. And then there's love to help you through it. To say I love you as a person, not just you, you know, you're good and you're bad and we'll help you get through it. If those two on a society level could just elevate a lot of the hate and a lot of the misunderstanding. Do you think, do you think given that you said love, love and grace, grace, right? Do you think for that to happen, it, it, like what is new to, like what, what's there right now currently happening? That's in I, I'm going to have to go on? back to Carl and say the Christian community has to now take the microphone back and not allow the, the few mass, the few people that have these platforms to not speak for us as a body. Yes. Because just because their ideologies may speak something radical, it doesn't speak to the body. And the yeah. body is is trying to... I'm trying to combat every time I have it. Like, I don't ever hide my Christianity, but I know once I say I'm Christian, I know what looks I'm going to get. I know what things I'm going to get. Same but then once me, people get to know me, they're like, you're Christian? Same. And I'm same. like... I get that all the time. I'm like, these are what most Christians do. These are what most Christians looks like. I get that all the time. You're Muslim? I could never, like... I could never, like... Because I'm not out here, like, you know, I guess you think I'm going to be oppressing people or, like... Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I'm going to be, like, calling you out on, like, no. But no, I agree with what you said, especially on the love part. I feel like if we could just, you know, have self-love, but also love others to a bigger, like, a bigger degree, mm-hmm. it would solve so many problems. Like, we won't have a lot of issues in, of course. in any of the faiths, in any of the religions. Because to love... And I said this already, but to love others is to love yourself. Like, that's what it is. It's, it's facts. Like, when you show somebody that extra pillar of love, that grace, right, you're doing so much more for yourself because you're doing so much more for society because that person is now able to see that love and grace and reciprocate that to other people. Mm. And that spreads, right? Just like hatred spreads, love and grace spreads too, you know? Exactly. So it, it's not always, like, the, the, the worst emotions in humanity that needs to spread. Like, I think if it's more on, if we, like you said, that, that pillar of love and grace is, to, is, is, a, is a pillar that elevates people, mm-hmm. right? While the other, the latter hate, discrimination, judgment. It cuts off conversation. It cuts off the possibility to grow. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not inducive to anything positive. So um, 
we can go on all day. Yeah, mm-hmm. for I, sure. I got to like, go. Um, but you know, our guests gotta go. Well, Nikki gotta go. Um, but this was a great conversation. Uh, I, I loved think it. We, we might have to have a part two. Uh, definitely, definitely but, a part two. Yeah, I think this is I'm great. gonna I'm gonna put it on the calendar because <laughs> we, we gotta have a part two because I think we. We thought there's so much more left to talk about. So much more left to talk about this all day. No, we really could. We really could. We literally left topics on the table. We did. We really did. We really did. Because I added some questions last night. I don't think we hit all of them yet. No, we did. Like, I know. He was going through the script in my head. I'm like, I know there's like. We went through like 25%. We can stretch this for another like half hour. Yeah. Like, no, we can do this for like two hours, bro. Um, what we didn't get to, we should consolidate those, mm-hmm. and like I'll create another outline, and we should have a part two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, um, especially like the Kendrick thing, bro, I was good. I could have spent an hour on that, bro. Like yeah. how crazy that is, bro. But you know what? Let me not get heated. This was good. Um, honestly, thanks again, Axon, for coming. I had a great time, man. Um, thanks for having me. I I, I literally Same. appreciate your humility, your grace. Um, I know not everyone's always willing to laugh. Have open dialogue and listen to somebody else's faith. You know, I hope I gave that same respect to you to some to to. You always do, man. You always do. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I always want to be respectful and mindful. Um, even with differences, I still think there's commonality to be found. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned a lot about the faith today that I ever learned in my whole entire lifetime just having this conversation with you, um, Axum, and it was really eye opening. I love the reference with the um with Mother Teresa. That was with the yo (laughs) bro. the nun, that's crazy. Um, but no, it was great having you, Axel. Great having you, Nikki, as well. Thank I definitely wanted to have you on here because I felt like um, you're one of the most insightful people that I know when it comes to the Christian faith. So anything that I'm not speaking right on, I know you can check me on it. And um, I wish Jonathan was on an episode mm-hmm. like this because Jonathan really can speak to this. But I also... Yeah, I, we'll uh, get him Carl, on the next one. Yeah, I also... The next one for sure. Jonathan's in the background. Yeah, Jonathan's yeah, in the background. Yeah, you know, he, he, he the cameraman in the, the back. <laughs> you want me to spotlight. You no, but Carl, you also yeah. checked me. And I think the same way you were talking about how Cassandra, you know, can... You've also, like, when I've had some, like, yo, this girl done something crazy to me. And you were like, yo, Nikki, but... That oh. doesn't... That, that didn't align with your faith. So she was right. And, like, you checked me. I'm like... Dang. <laughs> like and it's like you kind of submit and that's what accountability that's, that's what brotherhood accountability. is about that's what it's about you know so you know um this is the jp and call podcast it was a pleasure having me on um subscribe follow more clips to come i hope this will be our first um youtube video like the whole first clip i want to mm. put this whole thing on youtube because i thought this conversation was fire it was dope not to say the other conversations didn't work yeah. but i really thought this was this was this so is far good. my favorite this is good. conversation mm-hmm. for real um but um any last words jp no man. Um, yeah, again, just appreciate you guys coming. Um, learned a lot from you today. <laughs> I learned a lot from you as well, Axel. Always, man. Thanks uh, for having me. It's a good podcast. I've been waiting. Just, I've been waiting to come on this podcast. I'm not gonna lie. You haven't. Been I read somewhere. This is my, fir- this is my first, time. first time. I read oh, okay, somewhere okay. that it says, "Believe in something strongly enough that you're willing to be challenged in it." Yeah. yeah. If your faith can't be tested, it's not a faith worth having. Right. All right. Look at the quotes they're dropping. <laughs> and we out. We're out. <laughs>